0: All right, welcome into the Nick Bob Podcast, part two, 2019 sports year in review, live here at the AOI Studios, a.k.a. my basement. I love these chairs. Bo Rude and I, we recorded a two and a half hour, two hour and 40 minute long podcast here. We had to break it up into two parts and it was a blast and it was uh, comfortable the whole time because of these amazing chairs chairs let me tell you the Aeron chair from herman miller if you are looking for a new chair for your desk your office whatever you got to check this out let's be honest when you feel more comfortable when you're working you're going to work longer you're going to work harder it's going to go a lot better for you these chairs are fantastic all right uh, the herman miller chair is based on the latest research around the science of sitting advancements in materials manufacturing and technology and the Aeron is such an iconic piece of design. It is on display at the Museum of Modern Art in New York City and the Chicago Art Institute. I'm telling you, these chairs are fantastic. Make sure you hit up AOI, either online at AOICorp.com. That's AOICorp.com or give them a ring, 402-896-5520. That's 896-5520. All right. So part two. You've already listened to part one, Bo Rude and I given our top 10 sports moments slash stories of 2019. We've done 10 through five, top four coming up here on this pod. Plus at the end of the pod, we dive into a little pop culture. Bo and I give our album of the year of 2019, song of the year of 2019, best movie of the year and best TV show of the year. Tons of really, really good stuff. So without further ado, let's get to it. Here is part two. Of the 2019 sports year in review, at number four, this is like a big, broad thing, but I think can can I give the the moment that then spilled into what has become a, a one of the bigger things in sports, the missed pass interference call in the NFC Championship game. Is without question the biggest missed call in the history of the NFL. I know that sounds like ah, I gotta record. Think about all that's on the line there, Bo. You're talking about a trip, find me another missed call, like of that egreg- of of that egregious nature. Yeah. That what hinged on that was going to the Super Bowl. This wasn't Week Six. This isn't Week Eleven. This isn't even like to get out of like the the wild card. Like this is to go to the Super Bowl, and it's a, yeah. an, a like just a unbelievable miss pass interference call. Saints Rams Rams guy literally decapitates a Saints wide receiver. No pi, which then sparks. Instant replay has been growing. Yeah. And review has been growing. But it, now it feels like it is going to another level where the NFL, then, in being reactionary, over reactionary to me, implemented. Now, it hasn't been as big of an impact as I thought it would be in this season, but implemented pass interference being reviewable. Yeah. Which to me, I didn't like it out of principle of, I think when you are now allowing. Subjective calls to be reviewed, you're opening a slippery slope. What are you going to review? Holding now? You're going to review, like, what are you going to review those? Kind, like, I, you and I got into a debate, and I think this is what the debate should be here as we talk about this is like, do we like replay in sports? Yeah. I think I if you, if you can get it right, I'm all for replay getting it right when it comes to black and white calls. Is he inbounds? Is he out of bounds? Those kinds of things. But when you when you go down the the this the slope of subjective stuff, ugh not good.
1: Well, I think that that's why when you know we were talking today, I said, I think instant replay needs to be on this list somewhere. And the more we talked about, it, the more we realized like it's been a huge part of this year. Um and the debate that this this happened. I mean, this was an organic debate that sort of started uh over beers on the day after Christmas was I think it started with the, the LeBron. Yeah. The Clippers, LeBron Lakers. gets the ball hit out of his hands. And if you slow it down in slow motion, it may have grazed his finger last. slightly last. But like the, the, the point is just like the NFC championship game. Now that happens. And now you can, you can review pass interference. Well, now there's super slow mowing basketball and plays. It used to be, well, that's obvious. The the
0: You knocked it out of my hands.
1: Yeah, like the, the the nature of sport is like that that's always their ball back, or that's hey, you missed the call. It's part like now these things are reviewable and your point was it becomes a slippery slope. Like you I the am the whole now, thing
0: is a slippery slope. Yeah, so to
1: me it's like I want I want the game to go back to no replays at all. I think it should be played. It will speed up the game. It's going to include human error and we don't have to keep going down the path that we're going down, which is going to be like stopping the game every second and trying to get it right at all costs all the time.
0: That's kind of where we're going because what's hard is there are elements of, of what you just said that I wholeheartedly agree with. I think there's a pace of play issue in sports that's a real problem that games are, are taking way too long and we're reviewing way too much and then the reviews themselves are taking way too long. But just because all those things can be true, but I also am not then going to the extreme of saying, well, I don't want any replay. Because I do think if you have the technology and you have the ability to get something right – that that is easy to get right. Then you should. Then I don't. I, I struggle to to get on board with being like ah. No, let's not do that. But I think there are ways you can do that without having things be so time consuming. But maybe you. It sounds like you feel like you just don't know what that world looks like. So if that
1: to me is what they started out doing. When, I don't know when the first replay was.
0: I don't. I, I, I don't I, know. I, I'm sure we could figure
1: it out. Let's call it early 2000s, Probably. maybe fair i mean yeah. my whole college career i think we we pretty much had replay yeah. in there um but let's say late 90s or 2000s i don't even really remember but if you go back before we had replay like did anybody have a problem with sport like nobody had a real problem like the games were fine it's now though like to me watching these games and having the games all the games now are coming down to replay. So, I guess for me, I almost just—I'd rather them it would come down to a missed call than come down to, like, I mean, the Ohio State game versus Clemson the other, Clemson night. The other yep. night. I felt like they got two calls wrong on replay. Right.
0: That's and when the it gets replay
1: bad. Like- cost Ohio State, in my opinion, the game and their chance at a national title. That game is over if they don't yeah. call that bad that bad uh catch, fumble
0: or targeting and the then the targeting, catch fumble.
1: Yeah. In the next play Lawrence runs for 70 yards in the safety that it was in was the guy that was ejected probably, yeah. right? And he goes 70 yards and then the guy does the fumble where he catches it, takes four steps and it's not a fumble, but on the field it's called a fumble. Right. So to me it's like if 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 you can't get that stuff right and we're reviewing every play, it's like it's all got to go. It's all got to go because you're wasting our time. There's four-hour games. And it's like I'd rather lose with the spirit of the game being like, look, we do our best. If, and if we don't make the call right, we all deal with it.
0: If this was first take, <laughs> I would be contractionally obligated to, to – to sit here because like, no, now you, you think, think you wanted though you I'm don't fine believe with, it. No, I don't. Like I agree with. I think we're reviewing. See, this is my thing. Is like, and this is where I like. This is where I disagree with you. That like you're going to the extreme when it's like, why can't we improve upon something that can be good? What I think is, we're we're never gonna. There's gonna be human error. If there's gonna be human error in calls, there's gonna be human error in reviews. So the yes. idea that you that that any review is going to be perfect I think you're already at a thesis or a mission statement that is that is just false to begin with. So there's replay it's not perfect because nothing can be perfect to a certain extent. But what I but my thing is it's I mean when I watch a college football game it's like every remotely even close Catch no catches reviewed, and it's like Jesus Christ. It's so I don't know. I guess I'm not sitting here with an ex like a a solution. Maybe we go back to just a cha- like you get one like the, the 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 challenges have to come from the coaches, and you get one or something okay, like that, that. That's what we. So me and Willie were talking about that today, and
1: Willie said, he said he said the same thing. One or two challenges from the, and that's it, and that's right? it. And there's no. There's no one coming from upstairs. It's coming from upstairs or every touchdown or under two minutes or any of that. You know, basketball, every time the ball bounces now in two minutes, it's like –
0: They go to the monitor.
1: Yeah, and so, like, if they keep going that route, it's like, what, are they going to start, like, going back and looking to see if they traveled? Are they going to look to see if they carried? Like, that's stupid. Like, I don't understand that. And in baseball, now they're trying to get rid of the umpire and they're trying to say – the computer will tell you when it's a strike. Well, then you know what? Like these guys are going to crowd the crowd, the, you know, crowd, the box and a great, you know, and Willie had another great point. He said all every stat you've ever seen in baseball in your whole life is based on an umpire making calls based on, I could see that. Yeah. So every, you know, he said now all of a sudden, like these guys are going to tee off on balls. It's going to be like, it's going to be so much different. Yeah. It's going to be so much harder to throw strikes with guys crowding the plate and, like, not being
0: able to work that edge. There's just – everything's in moderation is my point of, like, the implementation of technology is good to a point. The implementation of replay is good to a point. I don't want to sit here – Have
1: we crossed that
0: Yes. That's where where I'm with you. That's why this would be the worst episode of First Take of all time. Because it would be, be, you know, we'd be agreeing. You got
1: a problem with me?
0: Now, first and foremost, if you think that replay is going to do anything but hurt our game, you're crazy.
1: I'm Max (laughs)
0: Kellerman. Let me just. I'm
1: from New York. I got some New York. And I like boxing too. Let me tell
0: you that. But it's just about moderation. Like, I, I don't. I don't want to sit here and say, do away with all replay, but I think we got to find some way of like, because we have crossed the line. We are, it is way too much now. And so whether we go to like a true challenge-based system or one thing I even said is like, you have a review clock. Meaning the second you, the, the refs go to review a play, you in pick it, it can be 30 seconds, 35 seconds, whatever. If after 35 seconds of seeing three different angles in super slow mo, if you don't know, call stands, get back on the field, let's go.
1: Uh, see, I, I, I think that's like, those are good ideas, but they're, the, the people that want replay, their mission in life is to never have a missed call. They want every call right. And right now it's going towards the direction of that's what matters more than the flow of a game, the pace of Agreed. play. Yeah. The, See, like this right again, I'm like, how, how long take. a game yeah. actually takes. Agree. It's going farther that direction. The idea is how much can we, can we get everything right at any cost? And my point is like, it doesn't matter if you get more wrong. The game's better if it's just played. You play the game. You do your best. The refs ref the game. They do their best.
0: At the end of the game, and it's over, and, and we all live under those rules. Well, and here's the thing that's hard now: is it's hard to put the genie back in the bottle of we were living in a world up until the early 2000s, whenever replay started. Of you don't know what you don't know, yeah. so. When when things can't get reviewed, you just kind of accept them for what they are and you move on. But the problem is now, now we've lived in a world where there is replay and we see the mistakes. And at one point you could maybe try to get things right. And so it's going to be really hard to go back to me. I'm trying to think of what the analogy would be. Like if it goes from like, imagine if all of a sudden we didn't have GPS, like it was better when you had to learn. You had to maps. pull out the map, you had to pull into the gas station and ask, Bill behind the counter. How do I get over here from there? Like, and it wasn't that bad in 1981 because you didn't know what you didn't know. But now I got a fucking GPS thing where I type in, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I just brain off and it takes me there. It's going to be really hard for me to live in a world without that now. So I think sports fans and people are going to have a hard time If like say you became the commissioner, the czar, the emperor of sports, and you said no more replay, I think it would be like it would be a shock to people's system. Well, here's why I I don't think so.
1: Here, because you grow up playing, and kids still now are playing. Like you go to the high school games. Yeah, they're not reviewing. They're not reviewing a play, right? Yeah, and it's fine. That's the thing. Like they're doing it up until they get to college. And then college, it's like, well, we're going to play these five-hour
0: games and review a lot." But my point is, yeah, when Lincoln Southeast is playing Lincoln East in basketball, it's fine because no one is able to eat, to see replays at all. True. So it, the sec, like you watch replays now, like it's not going to be fine. But see, I think I think that's part of. To me, it's part
1: of the drama. Like uh, one of the points made at at the argument, uh, the argument beers? table having yeah. beers was, well, remember the guy for the Rockies who had the the perfect game, and on the very last play, they threw it, and he was clearly out, and the guy called him safe, yeah, right, and it blew, blew. his perfect game. They said, well, if he has replay, they do it, and I say. True. Very true. It's too bad for that one guy. But would anybody remember that perfect game or do they remember it now because of the blown call? That's the only reason that I remember that perfect game. But why game. is that good? That's my point. It's like it's why not? Is that a good good or bad. It's just what I'm saying is you gotta take the good and the bad, but it's it's equally memorable. And it's gonna it's gonna like it's gonna swing both ways, right? Just like replay is gonna swing yeah. both ways, but it's like it's more pure In like it's a better flow. The game is better overall, and it's less of this start-stop.
0: Trust me, I'm with you. I it is. I'm I'm totally with you in flow of the game. Too many replays. uh, All those. All all that stuff. I just I I struggle to go from from that point to being like just throw all replay.
1: I'm I might be harsh, but I don't know how you can go backwards without going
0: all the way back. I think they've, they've gotten been so far. I, but, and, and the thing is they're showing no signs of it not going further. That's the thing. That's why I was just from the moment I heard about, it wasn't even like this year, the whole being able to review past interference hasn't been as big of a deal as I thought it would be, but it's the spirit of what they're doing. It's like we Every are now. Every year it's something, it's more. something more. It's something more. And like now we can review this. It's we more reviews, more it,
1: ways to review and you know, it's like, and then, like, the spirit of the game, like, in the moment, they don't think that that's spearing ejected, like, an ejection worthy hit. In the moment, nobody's thinking that. And then they review it and they go, well, yeah, in super slow mo, even though Trevor Lawrence clearly ducked his head 12 yeah. inches, they did contact head to head because, in the moment, you wouldn't think that looked like spearing because it wasn't. He right. tried to tackle the guy, right? And so, in the moment, if it's not spearing, it's not spearing. Like, if it's not, that guy was trying to hurt that other player. Like, if you don't see that in the moment, like, it's not in the moment. Then it yeah, didn't happen. I
0: that. agree with that.
1: Because in super slow-mo, the it super- ball's out for, on LeBron. And in the game, it's not out on LeBron. Yeah,
0: things look away in super slow-mo that while – technically, this sounds weird. While they technically op- occurred – they. That's not how it unfolded in real time. Yeah. There's the
1: spirit of the game, where it's sort of like, yeah, like,
0: again, if I'm at like, to the point of the LeBron thing, like, if right now, if I hold, we have a basketball in here, if I hold a basketball and you come over here and you hit the ball out of my hands, it's out on you. It's... But if we replayed it and zoomed in on my pinky, yeah, and went frame by frame. It might. The last person to touch that it might, is probably that me. That
1: might happen every time you hit it out of somebody's yes. hands. So let me ask you this: Why don't they check that every time the ball gets hit out of somebody's hands? That's
0: the hard part. That's one of the things because you struggle. could, yeah, because you one, couldn't do that. The one of the things I struggle with in basketball is how we go, we 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 pick some arbitrary moment in time, like the final two minutes. Now
1: it matters. Now like, we can. That doesn't make That's sense either. That's a hard either. thing to do. So for That's me, I like I don't like it. Like you say, I say I want less replay, but I'm also like, if you're gonna call that in the fourth quarter, call it in the first quarter, right? You know, like if and you're I, and, review, I, and like, I agree with that. I don't know. Like I don't like the. I just don't like any of it. I I think it's just it's 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 like the way the world. They're turning us all into robots. <laughs> they don't want us to think the compute the the technology is going to take over we'll be doing we'll all be sitting in a room in a pod <laughs> doing nothing and the robots are going to take over the world starts oh. with
0: replay okay hold on line 2 it is the far? producer of first take <laughs> bo rude has been employed in first take nick Baugh has not been employed no I, I like it's hard man i agree with a lot of what you're saying i really do but I it's, don't know it's what extreme. I get. It's it. just like I don't know what this for. Something about like I can everything you say. I'm like I agree. I agree. I agree. But then the then when it turn then when it goes to replays out of sports that I'm part like, of you Ooh. wants
1: you want you're saying you want to hold on to well if it's really obvious in one time a game or it's really obvious and it's an out of bounds or something like that's what you want.
0: I I feel like again I just am like if we can if we can get.
1: Give me the scenario. Give me the scenario that you are holding on to this replay. What do you want? Is it, hey, he actually fumbled and I want to see it? Or. Yeah, something like, as,
0: as as little as that is like, what if Matt Davison, what if the call in 97 is incomplete?
1: If that's the But way Matt Davison caught the ball. If that's he caught the way it. the game. Hey, just remember, it,
0: he caught it in. in like, time out, he caught it, though.
1: I know, but you know what? Also, in 2009, the Big 12 championship game, right. that it, game's over. And in every game that I've ever been a part of, that was, the game would have been over. With instant replay, they said, put one second on the clock. That only right? happens with instant replay. If that's old school, that's the way we play in high school or in the 90s, that game, the clock ran out, period. They it, had to go look to see where that right. ball when it touched some guy and when it right. at what exact half second and they somehow managed to find a reason to put a second on when in any logical game ever before that you just say nope that game's over nebraska wins a big 12 yeah. title and you know what who knows where we're at now so i don't know you say man maybe we don't win a national title that could be if if he doesn't do it but same time like I'm I'm just willing I can't, I can't I'm willing a, to win and lose on that rather than lose like I've lost on replay now and I don't like it. Yeah. I'd rather
0: lose. I can't give you a scenario. I just feel like if there's an obvious like he stepped out of bounds, he didn't step out of bounds. Like thing like that like just if we sure. can get those things right like even we've talked about Bron- like what if they would have called goaltending on LeBron with the block? That's it. I'm sorry. I mean, then they called goaltending I mean, I I mean, like I
1: just, he actually, they, they could have, if they would have used replay, he touched the, he touched it. They should have called that on LeBron. How would you feel if they would have taken that away from him? I mean, horrible. That's the point. It's stupid, but you can
0: pick and choose things both ways.
1: I know, but I'm saying I would rather it be in the moment stuff like in the moment. You got to make the call in the moment. It's got to be obvious in the moment, or we're let you know, or it's over. That I like more than like what we're gonna do is nobody saw this and it didn't make a difference. But we're gonna go zoom in and find out reason to
0: mess this game up. Yeah, but I think you're making that extreme. I mean, I don't think it is extreme. But
1: it is. I just watched it happen with Ohio State. Yeah, I I I, just watched
0: it again. I understand. I I understand the spirit of what you're saying. I do. I just if you can get something, if I guess I'm, I guess it's hard for me to just sign off on like, just being okay with like, things are going to be missed that can be corrected. And it's just whatever.
1: But I feel like we, what you want, we had, and then they kept going and then they kept going. exactly, And they kept going. So that's right. I I don't know how you can argue for something less when they've, they went there and they said that's not going to work enough. You know right. what I'm saying? Like they were there and then they kept going.
0: Right. I mean, it may, maybe maybe your argument, maybe your point is like once you go, once you go there, where does it stop? And, and it my I guess stop. my thing is like I want to live in a world. It's like we can find a, a a happy. We can find that place. Right. Right. We can we can find that place. But all this stems back to the NFC Championship game. Where to me that was the the apex of the replay debate.
1: That's where it, it But what's
0: interesting about that is that play wasn't even what's weird about that is that's a play that there 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 was no replay. They they you know there what I mean? was
1: no replay, so they put it in. And there will be plays that they say that's not reviewable, it should be next year. What's so that st- will keep happening.
0: What's so stupid about that isolated play is people that are clamoring for pass interference to be reviewable because it's like well look at that play it's like yeah not every play is that obvious you know like pass interference is pretty like pretty yeah. you know bang bang when did the ball get there is mm-hmm. he have how much jersey does he does he have a handful like so I think people used like an extreme example yeah well, and said this is what we can want. can you call defensive holding now on
1: these receivers yeah you sure can. So if you can call defensive holding, can't you call offensive? So that's holding? where I'm like, where And the
0: offensive lineman hold every play? So where does it stop? So no, that's where no stopping. Yeah. That's where it's going. So I, I'm with you on that. Like that's why I was totally like, come on now. We we're, we cannot that's where I've always for like that's why this was a big because this was the first time we had reviewed something that was subjective. hmm. And so now to me we're yeah, we'd always been on a slippery slope, but now we went on a really slippery slope to me. So we'll see what ends up happening. All right, that's number four. Number three on the top moments slash stories in sports of 2019, Zion. Off the top of my head, when I was writing this stuff down, like, is he the, first of all, he was the biggest, he's one of the, he's maybe one of the five or six biggest stars on all of sports this season. Yes. Or this year. And I'm struggling to find a bigger college basketball star. Do you have to go back to like, like Grant Hill, Fab Five? Like, do you have, do you have to go back to? I mean, even like he was a bigger star than Carmelo.
1: Star, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking uh, Greg Oden had a, a real year,
0: but not um, like Zion to not me. Not like
1: Zion. I'm I just mean, think of this.
0: You want Steph Curry had a had a run in the NCAA tournament. Steph Curry but did like, have a run. But I'm talking like he was,
1: he was
0: a superstar.
1: In an era where, like, right now college basketball.
0: Oh, it's hard. It's
1: hard, to, it's hard because these kids are all freshmen, right? So look at, look at our list. Virginia wins the title, and they're number nine. nine. And Zion's just a single person, and he's number three. Yes. Or is he four? Three. He's three. So he's number three by himself. Which tells you what an impact this guy made.
0: He was a phenom. Like, a a force of nature. I think it was a perfect storm of, like, he was this viral YouTube sensation as a dunker before he got to Duke. So he kind of had developed a little bit of, like, a there was a little something around him. But he went to another level at Duke where he was the biggest college basketball star in recent memory. And then when he blew out his shoe against North Carolina, <laughs> it was, cause it sparked then the debate of like, should Zion just stop playing until the NBA Nick, draft? It changed and
1: the economy. Yeah. Overnight. It, Nike's stock was like, and Nike's like, we'll change yeah, our, yeah, we'll yeah. make new shoes. Like, right. like it, it was unbelievable. And then it like, it sparked all sorts of crazy debates. Cause they realized this guy's moving the needle in ways that like are global. He's global and he's
0: 19 and he's played like 10 games in right. college. It I just think you can you can there there are elements of as we first take or different like these different talking head debate shows in sports. But the one thing they don't the one thing they they do is they talk about who's relevant and they talk about what moves the needle. Now some of it is manufactured stuff, but the reality of it is they have they They are only going to talk about things that clearly are are fishing in the biggest pool of people. Yeah. And Zion, a college basketball player, was leading these shows, leading them. Like, I I just
1: don't. He he is since LeBron, since LeBron James, maybe more than Kevin Durant. I think he he is probably the most. I don't he's, know what the term. I don't even want to say it's hype. It's just this, like, this sort of like f- circus that's sort of just like that. That he is the the center of the gr- of gravity around that just sort of like just circles him. Like it's just like he he has such presence and he's such a freak of nature that like we all go. We
0: have to see this. It no, I think. I mean, I think he is. I think you can use hype. Like he's the most is hype hyped. The right word. for He's that? the most hyped. Famous basketball player to enter into the NBA since LeBron James, but his
1: hype wasn't really the high school hype like LeBron's. No, was, but his like his college hype exploded. Like when he started playing, yes. and, and they saw him do those things he did in high school actually in college, and the way he would like handle and just manhandle dudes and dunk. Then people lost their minds, and it was like, you're like, wow, this guy's actually
0: this good. So think about this. Let's pull this up because I remember I I I Googled it quick. The NBA draft lottery, just ping pong balls this year, right? Mm -hmm. Ping pong balls just to see which order, (laughs) which order, which this season or this year was pretty much who's getting Zion, right? Yeah. Just reading from the story here. Tuesday's NBA draft lottery earned 4.43 million viewers on ESPN, up 83% from last year. The telecast ranks as the second most watched draft lottery since when do you think the last time? 2003. LeBron. Yep. Guys, that like that's where it's like it's not a this isn't like, oh, he's not as big a deal. Like that. That's it. Like that's it right there. When people tune in it tells you a lot. Your actions are the ultimate truth serum of what like,
1: like people we, watch. When you, people watch, it's like, it doesn't lie. It's a, it's, it's cause it's, it's that word of mouth has to happen for people to actually tune in.
0: Yes. He, he, uh, there, there are a couple two, two things with the Zion thing. Number one, probably my, one of my biggest takeaways is if you're arguing against the one and done, Zion is not your example. Mm -mm. Zion is the argument for one and done because playing at Duke and playing a year of college basketball 100% helped Zion win. Like he, you, you know who the number one draft pick Before the season was projected to be his teammate, it was R.J. Barrett. Then it became Zion, and then all the things we just described. People wouldn't if Zion if a a year before Zion if Zion comes out of high school, it's not four point four. It's not almost five million people watching the draft lottery for this guy. Nope, he's not a household name. So people love, and I get it. You know, like yeah, I'm a college basketball defender. I see all the issues with the sport, but I also think like. They're, like, playing for Duke on ESPN, on that shit, like, that's a big fucking deal, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. And that's why then, so there was that that angle. But then one of the things that I, I, it's you've seen it at times with players skipping bowl games to begin this conversation around, like, college players sitting out because they don't want to get hurt because their payday in the pros is coming. So it's while it's it's been you've seen that coming and it's been more prevalent. This was one of the first times you saw it with a high-profile college basketball player. Where in the moment, in the middle of the season, he Zion hurts himself. And when he blew out a shoe, he he tweaked yeah. his knee. And there was real conversations for the better part of the following two weeks of spirited debates of this guy should be done. If he plays another second at Duke, he's an idiot. Why would he risk it? What are you doing? And, man, that is just a weird – we talk, we've talked a lot about slippery slopes. It's a weird world. The kid, to, the
1: kid from Memphis gets in trouble with – James the, Wiseman, yeah. And – I believe he just now said
0: he's, oh, he's done. done. He's done and he hired an agent and he's done.
1: And that is all because like the NCA wanted to make it hard on him and, and get him in trouble. And he just, I think he just went, he said, no, okay, I'll just, I'll go. To the am done. Right. And, and it's no different now. Like same thing with a, with an injury. It makes it now. It's like, it's a real thought. Like it's not, everybody's in your ear about the money and you have to, you have to take it in consideration because it's a lot of money. Right. And, but it's so weird in a game where it's all about sacrifice and toughness and like selling out for the for the whole like yes. the, the single piece for the whole and then like it's hard to preach those things and then sit
0: out i i i can understand i can wrap my mind around uh, players sitting out of like the Belk Bowl, oh, I gotta wrap my mind around that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying I necessarily agree with it, but I can wrap my mind around. It, you know, like you're maybe going to be a first round draft pick running back or something like that. Like, I can, I can, I can wrap my mind tough. around. It. That's tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. But tell you what, if if that scenario they're playing in, if uh, Etn or Jk Dobbins, if they're playing in the Belk Bowl, I get it. But when you're playing for a national championship, I don't get it. No, nope. I don't. Nope. That
1: that'll tell you more about more about you than than anything else.
0: Or in this scenario, like let's say Zion would have gotten hurt and they were gonna go play in the NIT. I get it. You're, you're playing the NIT, like yeah. I get it. NIT, yeah. They were the number one team in the country. They still had half the year to go. They still were playing for a national championship. Like we just like when when we start entering into the world of like, cause that's what sports is going to a weird place with load management and like this stuff in college. Like you don't play. It's like when, when the solution is don't play, what, what are we doing?
1: Yeah. I mean, Kawhi's probably the worst example of that. That It all worked out for him. Like he set out the year yeah. load managed. And so people are probably going to take that as well. look at what, but I think it, it's a bad sign. Like an, If you haven't done it before, and you haven't been a winner before, like,
0: don't start sitting. Don't start your career sitting out. I just and so I, I just felt like that was a part a part of the Zion. Like when I think of Zion in this year, I think of that. Like because that was a huge argument for a while. People were like, like passionate about like if he plays another minute, you got to be kidding me. And it's just man, that's a tough. Because one thing that that I always laughed at with that is like. Okay, so unless Zion's going to go sit in a bubble until the draft, like he's going to go work out, he's going to go play pickup. Yeah. He could just as easily get hurt playing pickup than he could against NC State at Cameron Indoor. So what? I mean, I I just don't. Sometimes I don't know if people like think out what they're saying.
1: It, it's like it's hard. It's because money's involved. It just gets it gets really dicey.
0: I I get it, but so. It's hard to tell the story of sports in 2019 without including Zion.
1: Well, and I think and, that the final piece of that is he played really clutch in the, in the tournament, which was I felt like that sort of capped that year off. Like he played to me his most clutch basketball in some of those tournament bigger games. games. Yeah. yeah, I mean they didn't end up winning, but I thought he he really shined. Well, he
0: well not only was he he was just uh, the the. the Every once in a while, whether it's uh, LeBron or it's Adrian Peterson or, you know, I'm trying to think of of another example. Even Tiger when he first burst on the scene where, like, you see an ath- a level of athleticism with someone that is, like, that is, in a world full of elite freaks, that's the freakiest. Yeah. And Zion has a little bit of, like, that, whoa, are you from... Earth.
1: Yeah, when he gets like when you sense a fast break coming, like LeBron and a lob's coming, it's like there's electricity that shoots through everyone's body, and it's just like in yeah. the anticipation. That's what those guys bring that nobody else on earth does, and, and Zion brings it in spades.
0: Yes. Number three, Zion. Number two, we're getting to the nitty gritty here. The New England Patriots win the Super Bowl again against the hot shot, star-studded Rams with Sean McVay, the the young coach with the new way of doing things versus the old grouchy Belichick. And the Patriots win again. There are so many different things within that game. But I even like... One of the one of the things I wrote down was I'm not so sure this wasn't Belichick's most impressive coaching. Like when you look at the AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, I thought the 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 level of coaching that you saw from Belichick was like a, as at his apex potentially. Yeah, I mean he held Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City at home. In the AFC title game, did he hold him to three points in the first half, or did he shut him? Like, I'm trying I, to remember what 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 I it can't was, I can't remember, but I mean, it was it. he basically shut down a guy that was on another. There was an the MVP. Of the end of just shut him down. Now he went off in the second half, but like bottom line, shut him down for two quarters. Yeah,
1: and, and he does what he always. This is this has been twenty years of this now, where he's the best coach to ever to ever do it, and he tailors every single week to who he's playing. Yeah. And he comes up with something and it, and it's based on every possible scenario and advantage he can possibly get. And when it gets cold and the, the field changes and the wind changes and the, he's playing all these factors. And it, it's just amazing though, that
0: it, like
1: nobody is, is goes as detailed and far as he does. And it always pays off in the playoffs and the Super Bowls.
0: And so the big thing with that with the Super Bowl though also was it was you, we've seen a lot of great players come to New England and play really well and then when they leave they don't like Wes Welker or whoever they they kind of fall off. Yeah. And Julian Edelman went to a place in 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 the Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP. And it's one of the best wide receiver performances you'll ever see in the Super Bowl. And he, so you, it, it one of the things that became a topic of conversation after the Super Bowl was, is Julian Edelman a Hall of Famer?
1: I say yes. After that game, I say yes. I mean, the only thing is he he got the he got the performance yeah, the enhancement. PED little deal. That's my only that's my only hang up with Edelman. I freaking love Edelman. I love his game, his toughness. He's everything I want in a football player. It's just too bad he maybe Yeah. He, I mean, because it was performance enhancing. Too. I thought it was. Yeah. So, you know, he, he was coming off a knee injury, and I'm guessing he probably said, this is what I got to do. right Get it right. Right. Whether it's HGH or whatever. that That's probably what happened, um, which is too bad. That's the only thing that maybe keeps him out of the Hall of Fame. But what he's done on the field now officially to me would be like a Hall of Fame career. Right. That that Super Bowl put him over the top because he's done that now in two Super Bowls. He was like unbelievable.
0: And, you
1: know, it's weird because... Three Super Bowls. I'm sorry, yeah,
0: three. It's weird with the Patriots because, like, at this point, to me, Belichick is just... He's doing a victory lap on being the greatest coach of all time. And to me, Brady's doing a victory lap on being the greatest quarterback of all time. So it's hard to sit here and say that, like... That, although it might have been Belichick's best coaching performance, he, had, he It's hard. Like when you're already the best, it's hard to like. So it's weird. These guys are almost like their their legacies are so solidified. It's, almost, it's
1: it blows your mind though because they're they're both kind of defeating age. I mean, Belichick's like seventy,
0: and that's thing. And 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 Brady's the, forty plus. I years, think, I it's think unbelievable. That's one of the things that impresses me with Belichick is so many guys, the game just kind of passes them by, you know, like they're good for a while. And that like Bob Knight at some point, just like the game just kind of, he like outgrew him at some point, like the game was kind of outgrowing Phil Jackson, you know, like the triangle. It's just kind of like, nah, bro. Like now it's all about like getting four shooters on the floor, pick roll, ball screen, you know, like, and the thing that's amazing about Belichick is he has been able to not only stick with the times, but like, Almost stay ahead of him. It, it, it's so.
1: Here's what's so unique about him is he's essentially doing a lot of the same things he did in the 1980s. Yet he's innovating in the places he needs to innovate. Like he say, he calls the things on his defense the same things he called the same thing on his defense in the 80s. The base packages will be the same, but yet then he's going. Well, what we're going to do now, though, is we're going to do five wides all game on offense, and right. and use Brady and and win that way, right? And then on defense, we're gonna we're gonna do these other, but like so the basic principles don't change. But some of the ancillary things around that are what he changes so well and develop. And he, and he tries to not only stay with the times, he's innovating, right?
0: He's trying to find a way to do something that nobody else is doing. It, and it just because there was an element of like who they beat in the you know you beat the hot shot young Patrick Mahomes, then you get the hot shot the great young quarterback, and then the great coach in Sean McVay, and he beat them both, and it just the way they 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 again like you said the way they ran the ball in both games,
1: uh, when it gets cold and it's they, at the end of the year he then he goes back to that run game and other teams don't really. They don't do it as drastically as New England can do it. They'll just, like, all of a sudden go from five wide to two tights and a fullback all game. You're like, what? where'd that come from? Right. And they're running isos. Like, nobody changes that
0: much week to week. Only they do it. And it wasn't the most... It was actually a fairly boring Super Bowl, like, in terms of the game itself. But it just... It's kind of... Like, you can... You can be sick of it all you want. And you can be... Tired of Belichick and Brady, all you want, but like,
1: I I don't get tired of that. Great, I don't either. And the, the achievements they're making—that's to me why I wanted it as, as high in the list as it is. I I that sort of like it's like a lifetime achievement. Like they, they they're still doing it at that age. It it's deserving of of
0: recognition. One hundred percent. So the Patriots win another Super Bowl,
1: and it's and it's the NFL, which always means guess what. It's, it's a, a bigger deal, deal than
0: everything else, no doubt. It's bigger than college. Basically, you could do this every year, and NFL's outs-
1: top five every time.
0: I, I, one of the three biggest sports moments every year has to be whoever won the Super Bowl. That's it. Because in 2018, it would have been what Nick Foles leads the Eagles to beats beats it, the pass, beats yeah. the pass. Then the year before that, it was
1: it was Brady beating the Falcons. That after was 2018- 20. That was three, like that's made. So it was between it was the two the two Patriots Super Bowls the The comeback versus the falcons and the the on the one the interception the one yard line versus Seattle, Seattle that probably makes the decade yes. the decade one but this is this one doesn't make it is not as high as those but definitely twenty nineteen
0: and then the number one sports moment of twenty nineteen this is the biggest no brainer, and it is Tiger woods winning the masters mm hmm arguably I could probably just drop arguably it's the greatest redemption comeback story ever in sports this is a guy that how many how many guys go from the mountaintop to everything falling apart in their life tiger's personal life his private life his marriage, everything it, his all fell apart. Then his body fell apart and he was able to pick up the pieces of his shattered life that I'm not trying to sell bill a sobster because the guy, this is all that shit was self-inflicted, right? Yeah. All of it. But this guy picked up the pieces of his shattered life, built himself back up as a person, and then tried to get back on the golf course, and his body was falling apart. I mean, guy had what four knee surgeries, four back surgeries, tore his Achilles, and pieced it all back together. To where do you understand? There was a there there was there's a great video on online of. Tiger basically watched... Like, someone showed Tiger a video of, like, a compilation of all the talking heads of, like, Tiger should just give it up. Tiger should just quit. This is embarrassing. He can't finish a tournament. He's not making the cut. He's not... All this stuff. And Tiger's watching it and just kind of smirks, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's what you have to understand. Like, the narrative around this guy was, like, this is getting embarrassing. He needs to just retire with some dignity. (laughs) And at the place that started it all in 1997 with Earl Woods, the whole father son dynamic, it comes full circle 22 years later with Tiger and his son, Charlie on the 18th green and Tiger wins the masters and hugs his son. It's just like, it's fucking amazing. It It, it is. It's amazing.
1: It, it's deserving to be number one. I, when you said, when you sent the list and it was like, and this was one, I kind of was like, yeah, that should be. But I want, I, I wanted to go back and I, we have a, a group text yeah and I wanted to okay, what did we think in the moment? I went back and looked and you said in the text when it had, this is like live. <laughs> oh God. You said in the moment, this is the greatest sports moment of my life. Like you, yes. that's what you said in the moment which means no question 2019 it needs to be number 1 cuz in the moment it's not just it's not just redemption right it's not just that which nobody's fallen from the pinnacle which he was pinnacle oh. to the bottom and back like you that alone is the story for the ages but there was that like Earl Woods tiger and then his son this sort of like weird like you know, this generational thing, how the, the circle of light and you yeah. go
0: that you can't write that stuff. No, man. you can't write that. It, it is. And there's just so many things with, remember that there was weather coming. So they went off early. Yeah. So instead of your typical Sunday at Augusta in the afternoon, they teed off early. So everything, everything, everything was just, you felt unique and felt different. And you know, when, when it became evident after some guys kind of making mistakes on the back nine, when it became evident on 12, 13 kind of aiming corner that, oh shit, like this, this could happen. There, I just, sports gives you that real life anxiety of like hanging on every freaking second of what you're watching, that nothing else can give you that.
1: Cause you want it, you want well, I, it for them as bad as they probably want it. And, yes. and we're all sitting there feeling it. Like when
0: it, when sports does that for you, it,
1: it's just, it's
0: beautiful because I would say, and this is 100% true because not only was I say it was the biggest, it's the greatest sports moment of my life. It was the most emotional sports moment of my life. Like the, where I literally, and I'm sure I wasn't the only one, like, I was honestly like holding back tears with the whole scene on 18.
1: And you're, you're a. I'm a fairly, prone to emotion. Yeah, guy. but you're also a fairly new father yourself. And I think that anybody that has a child, that moment probably hits doubly hard. Like, it was emotional for me, but I, I got to imagine, like, once you have your own kid, it almost brings on another level. I just think
0: also one of the things that, with tiger. That's interesting is like, I think one of the things I also realize as you get older is like, is, is nobody's perfect. We're all flawed. We all got fucking issues. Some more than others. Some become more public than others. And I'm, I'm just, it's it's cool to see a guy like I don't think we all want to I, I want to live in a world where we can survive a mistake and yeah. survive problems
1: you don't you, and you don't owe me an, nobody owes no, me an apology ever right For your mistakes you don't ever have to apologize online to me and I just you make it, a
0: mistake it's your mistake I just think it's like so I so I think it was Brando said it was like the the personal the personal comeback far exceeds the golf comeback And and I'm not so sure that isn't true. Like, so Tiger in some way is just like, he's like this, uh, not only is he an athlete, but he's just, he's more than that. And he's a connection to the past, a little bit of like, of the late 90s and 2000s that, that connects us to now. And then for me, he's also in a weird way, like, he's a big connection to my dad. I don't know if anybody out there with like their siblings or with their father, if there's one team or athlete or event that just brings you together for some reason, nothing brings Nick Baugh and rich Baugh together quite like tiger. Yeah. And to the point where we had made a deal with each other when he, because remember he had come close at the end of the season before, remember when he was hot at the PGA, but Kepka was was too far ahead. But he was he he almost won a major there. We made a deal with each other like, well, it, he,
1: he did win the one. Uh, he won
0: the one, uh, the FedEx Cup, whatever yeah, that. Where, yeah, where
1: then all of a sudden, yeah, the you know, the, 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 the crowd, yeah,
0: popped. and that was an amazing moment. Yes, but my dad and I made an agreement. They're like, if he other, if he ever wins a major, we are no matter where we're at, we are that night. We're getting together. We're going to dinner. We're having drinks and we are celebrating. Yeah. And that night, my dad and I in Omaha. Steak dinner. Steak dinner. Yes, I knew it. We went to a restaurant called Texas Fire. Texas Roadhouse. We, no, we, didn't, we, <laughs> we went to Firebirds out at Village Point in Omaha. And we ate steak. And my dad's not even a big drinker. My dad had a Moscow mule. My dad, two, And we just sat there and ate steak. And talked God. about the round. God and it's that's like, good. that's, sports kind of boils down to that. Like, it's just a, it, you, it it brings people together where I've never, I don't know Tiger. My dad doesn't know Tiger. Like, there's no reason we would be that emotionally moved by it. But we went out and celebrated. But he, father, but, son. You know what? He,
1: he, so people that hate on, like, the Tigers and the Bronze, the world, I, I Here's what I don't understand that cuz like one it's like you got to recognize greatness when you see it but yeah. two like understand that like they're giving you this is a part of your life you know you, they're giving you these unbelievable moments to sort of to 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 have with your dad or to have with your friends to have the discussions that's what they're giving you and so you got to sort of cherish that and I think that's the stuff that I love so much about sports and the stuff you're saying that's the best part about it. It's it's sort of the the things that happen surrounding those yes, moments that right. you get to share with people. That's that's the greatest part of
0: it. Absolutely. And there's just it 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 was uh it was it was just an incredible where I mean, let's be honest, watching golf can be boring as fuck. If Tiger's not playing, Tiger's not I playing. boring. That's the thing. It's like if Tiger's not playing, I don't watch a second. But if Tiger's playing, I watched... Every single shot he hit on Saturday and Sunday. It's amazing. He's captive. He's just captivating. He's got just, he's, it's weird. Like he, he draws you in. And so that's what, like I wrote down my takeaway and you may disagree with this. My takeaway is Tiger Woods is the biggest sports superstar in my lifetime. Bigger than Jordan, bigger than LeBron.
1: That that's hard. That's a real hard because LeBron, Jordan, and Tiger are probably one, two, and three. And I I think I was just a tidbit young that I I didn't appreciate Jordan enough. Yeah, LeBron's definitely up there. It's LeBron and Tiger, and I I don't know who's one. I I don't know that I have the answer to that. So you could say Tiger. I don't know that I can go there, but you're not wrong as he's in the top yeah. Well, two. I mean,
0: yeah, it's it's just. That and then and then it's also cool to watch the reaction to it of like how you're not the only one as like just emotionally wrapped up in that. Yeah. And I again so you said you did the same thing. I went back and I watched highlights. I watched all of uh, Van Pelt's Sports Center of it and it was just so cool to relive it all. You forget that he almost got a hole in one on 16. Yep. And then he had to get. And he had to, had to get he, up. Yeah, he had to I get up, mean, up and down. Had a two putt, two putt yeah. on eighteen like, to get
1: it. <laughs> I was crapping my pants in that little two footer. I was like, oh my god.
0: And then even I think it was uh, Andy North was in studio with SVP, and the scene when he's hugging Charlie, SVP. You know, they were off camera. And he, go, he goes, he yeah, goes, He goes, Andy, shield your eyes. I can't have you crying during this segment. Mm-hmm. So like, it just sport like we're, we're grown men. And something as stupid as a person playing golf and winning a tournament can like, can bring you to tears. It, it
1: gets, it gets it past just, just the game though. It gets more to, it gets, it's, it becomes about people and about, yes, it becomes about you. He can like, you know, they're great when it can become about you. Right. And he's just playing golf. But that's like, all he's just, doing. It's great.
0: So that's the number one moment for me. And that would be, we were going to talk about the moment of the year. That's my obviously moment of the year.
1: Uh, I I couldn't have picked a better one either. That's that's got to be it. it. Is clearly, it, it had everything. It had it had the, the it had drama, the, the
0: human element of it. It had the drama it, it was actually like drama to the end because Kepca made a run and he had,
1: like, had the story, the game, and it had the 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 emotion. It had the. It had the next level emotion. He
0: which just, is, I don't know, man. There's just, it's, bit. there's something about that guy. Even watching the freaking, like, what was it the president's cup? A couple, like where they're, where they were t- the president's cup, where the U S and he was a captain. And like, mm. I, I don't know what it is about. Like, there's just something unexplainable that happens it's to that, my brain. When I watch him like I, I don't, well, it's a once in a generation guy. Like every
1: generation gets one or two of these guys in different sports and He's the guy.
0: Right. He's the guy He's for the dude. That's Side it. Side note, real quick, For now we get to transition to pop culture and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. A cup, maybe in... When did, when did LeBron go to... Did LeBron go to Cleveland in 2015? In 2015. I remember saying to, to people at the time, I think I said it on the air, on game time, on 1620. The three biggest sports stories... I said this in, like, 2015. The three biggest sports stories would be LeBron winning a title in Cleveland. Happened. The Cubs winning another World Series, or winning a World Series. Happened. And I said, Tiger won the Masters again. Happened. It's kind of amazing to map out what would be just colossal, enormous sports stories. And they all came true. Like if we were doing moments of the decade, those three, 100%. LeBron coming back from 3-1. The Cubs exercising the demons and coming back and winning a World Series. And then Tiger winning the Masters. It's kind of nuts to think about. It's, It's crazy. So I don't even know right now if I had to say what the biggest sports stars would be. I don't know. Well,
1: maybe you have to look back at the decade sometime and really dig in deep
0: on that because there's a lot of moments. but A lot of big moments. It was hard to do just 2019. Very. Okay. So there you go. In Real quick, in review. Top 10 moments slash stories 2019. Antonio Brown and all the drama with him at 10. Number nine, Virginia winning a national championship. Redemption after losing the 16th seed. Number eight, Clemson winning again. Hard to sink your teeth into do kind of like what it is to make of them. But... They're on the precipice of becoming a dynasty. Number seven, Joe Burrow, his amazing season. Number six, Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors winning a title. Number five, Golden State and their dynasty coming to an end. Number four, instant replay and the implementation of that going overboard and uh, culminating in the, in the NFC Championship game, miss pass interference. Number three, Zion Williamson. Number two, New England Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Number one, Tiger Woods winning the Masters. All right, my friend. That's a solid list. That's a solid sports. list right there. Of sports. Pop culture. Are you ready to be embarrassed by... This was telling in a lot of different ways. So we you said, let's do the album of the year, the song of the year, the movie of the year, and TV show. Yep. And obviously, this is a, your opinion, you know?
1: Uh, this is definitely our opinion, but we, we, I think we both know sort of... Me and you take in the personal factor with the, um, sort of, a little bit more objective like this happened and it was important like there's yeah. a there's a nat- like a national or like an sure. actual importance to something with your own personal feel you can't you can't rule out your own like yeah. you can't say hey everybody said this is the best movie I think it sucked like, right that doesn't work right it won the Oscar I hated it you got to find. What right. you thought was, you got to be a critic, you got to decide in yourself, but you got to be,
0: you got to be, so, yeah. <laughs> so, with all that said, you want to start with the album of the year? But I couldn't even, I, I, I racked my brain, Googled, went through, I, 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 I wrote down two albums that I listened to one time. This is what's so funny about, like, I
1: wanted to do this for this reason. It shows you, one, either how out of touch we are, or two, kind of like we talked about the other weekend. I think a lot of things, especially in music, are terrible right now. Because I did the same thing. I was like, okay, here's here's a few albums I listen to. And songs? Song of the year, we'll get to. But there's not a lot to choose from. So, album of the year, for me, I was lucky. Bruce Springsteen put out a fantastic oh. album this year. It's called Western stars. Okay. Um, and it's basically just, it's a, a collection of songs he wrote. I think he lived in the Cal, like in California he would drive out to the desert there right. and in an area. So he wrote this, this album kind of based on these stories and pictures he's painting about this kind of this desert life. And it was really kind of, but it's, Awesome. I've listened to this album probably 20 times through this oh, year. Oh, there you go. This works for you. Okay. So this, other than that album though, Nick, when I say this would have been a huge struggle, I was in your same boat. I listened to, I try to listen to like albums that I hear are good. and And you listen to a couple of them. They're
0: fine. But there just wasn't a lot of albums. Like, rec- man, I listened to that album a lot. This was good. Bo, I'm t- I wrote down the two. I wrote down. I wrote down Chance the Rapper's "The Big Day," but I, w- I listened to it one time, and it was like okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it, it, that's the.
1: That's what I'm saying. There was no album that's just like that's the album. So
0: a, part one. of me is like, I'll, I'll, I'll guess I'll go with Chance, but like I, I uh, part of me doesn't wants to like leave it blank out of principle of like. You don't deserve to have anything be album of the year. Okay, we didn't talk about this, but so
1: now if we were to move on to song of the year, that's my answer. I'm telling you with a straight face. I I didn't want to choose a Bruce Springsteen song because that would be the answer. Because on that album, I like those songs. But if I were to say, what's the song of the year? There is none because to be song of the year, you got to be relevant. Like this album, Springsteen album, was relevant nationally. It was... I mean, a lot of But it has to be that. a
0: song that is like this. What
1: it has to be almost like a single that was that good, like twenty
0: four right? karat magic in twenty sixteen or whatever. Like that is that's the that's so the most popular
1: song of the year was Old Town Road. You yes. know, and, and yeah. that song's fine. It's like take the, the horse to the old. Town town. Road. So if I had to pick one, I'd pick that because I actually it's fine. But I'm telling you, if you I looked at a bunch of like the. Song of the Year list, and I was going. Don't I know did that, too. Don't know that. Don't know that. And the, some of the songs you hear, you're like, "That's the song." So I, of the I year? Google,
0: I Googled, you know, like 2019 top pop songs of the year or whatever, and like I'm going through, and I'm like, the there's either songs that like I had the majority of them I didn't, I had never heard of, which again is just a window into like apparently we were like, I used to be with it, then they changed what it was, <laughs> and now what's it isn't it, is it, is it like, to go, Abe Simpson on
1: I used to be with it. Then they changed what now what's
0: it was. And now what's it is young and scary to me. It's but, young and
1: scary to me.
0: Uh, oh, that's but so the good. Only, the only song that was on the list that I'm not going to lie made Nick Baugh's Apple Music downloaded and I listened to it a lot. And in a related story, I'm a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> Sean Mendez, If I Can't Have You.
1: I don't know. Oh, you. Uh,
0: I like that song. I think you may have sent that to me and I was like, yeah. What's, what is this? <laughs> I I am a 13 year old girl, apparently. That song, like, I, so I can't lie and act like I didn't play that song a lot and didn't enjoy that song. That's and what we, that's what we needed here. That's what we wanted here. So, Sean Mendez, If I Can't Have You, I'll Show Myself Out. Okay. Now, um, see this? Is, now, okay, now this is. I, I can't wait to do this again next year if I have strong takes. Like, I, so movie. Well, the old when you eventually have Bo Rude Jr. At some point in your life, you're gonna find out that like going to movies gets challenging. Basically, any more like going to the actual theaters like unheard of. You have to wait till they're like available oh yeah. to download and stream. So. You know what movie I wrote down because it's the like if I had to just write down the movies that I went to in theaters and what my favorite one was. You know what movie I wrote down? But, but ne- Netflix movies count. That I wouldn't have any of those. I mean, I saw El Camino. El, you liked El Camino? I like El I Camino. You saying
1: that, I mean,
0: maybe El Camino. If El, I mean, maybe El Camino would would get the nod. But I wrote down Toy Story Four i wrote down toy Story. <laughs> okay i'll give you toy stories or because i have not boat i didn't see uh once upon a time in hollywood i didn't see you any didn't of these.
1: see the irishman you, you,
0: no i haven't seen any of these movies so it's literally like i shouldn't be allowed like i'm a heisman voter that was stuck in a cave in germany <sighs> and they're like you know like hey bill you got to vote you're like hey uh wait i don't know the quarterback at uh Texas, he's a good player. And yeah, you're like, who? no, no, he's not.
1: Who's playing o- uh, te- uh, quarterback for Oklahoma this year?
0: We've been going with him a lot lately. Uh, Should good. I get him? But here, here are the movies I think I saw in theaters this year. Toy Story 4, Secret Life of Pets 2, Frozen 2. <laughs> um, I did see Ad Astra. Didn't really like it. Okay. Just had a chance to be great and just threw it away. But... So I wrote. I mean, this is stupid. This is like this well, could. This would be a really fun thing if we had like passionate.
1: So, so next year maybe we'll we'll make a point like Oscar movies worthy. Yeah. like all, all, like if we say here's the top sort of. I wanted
0: to see once quote on time unquote
1: movies like we need to watch them. I I got through a few of them. Um.
0: So I'd either have El Camino or a Toy Story four.
1: I'll give you that. The, that's that's not bad. I
0: mean. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. Don't bad. don't don't fucking patronize me. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's uh, it's, it's uh, terrible. It's not bad, it's horrible, but keep going. Okay, uh, what's your number one over there, Mr. Fucking Siskel and Ebert? Uh, <laughs> Roger Ebert here. I'd Should we like do mid-on to, uh, film? Like, my pick is Toy Story Four. <laughs> hated it.
1: I wanna go to To the Moon and <laughs>
0: <laughs> The next hated. the next movie is Little Women. Hated it. Hated
1: it. <laughs> This girl, you good man.
0: I gave this movie one. double salute. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. you're not from the early '90s. You oh, won't you don't know what it. that is. Really. Oh God.
1: Um. So this give one was me. easy. Once upon a time in Hollywood. It was start to finish a. It was a Hollywood, it's a Hollywood movie. If that makes sense. It's me like it stars. At their best. It's Leo and Brad at like their peak powers. Just like being movie stars. Right. And so that's where it's like you and the movie. I I don't I don't spoil things. So I'm not (laughs) going to spoil this. I've never met a person that's more
0: like no one.
1: No one's more anti spoil. So just for the chance you might be listening and don't hear spoiler alert. I'm not going to spoil. So this movie, though, I'm not going to give away the plot, but the the whole storyline is great well shot Tarantino at his best in years so that's definitely my number 1 I I liked The Irishman I liked Marriage Story two Netflix movies
0: I I've I heard Marriage Story is like set, like heart-wrenching like- If
1: you're married I watched it with my wife and we're like so we need to discuss things <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, Marriage Story. Oh. I thought it was really well done. So um, it's our girl too, dog. Scarlett Joe, right? Oh man, Shouts she's out. a she's a nice lady. Um, yeah. So those two probably get the Irishman's the really long, right? Yeah, it's a long one, but it's it's good. Okay, but you I'll know, get around to seeing him, it, it just wasn't like it didn't. Once upon a time in Hollywood, when I left that, I was like, man, I just saw a movie where Irishman was good, and I was like, I'm really good. That's, you know, That's how Stacey. I felt. But I didn't feel like I, it wasn't the same way I felt like when I saw Casino or Gangs of New York with Scorsese. Right. I felt like those movies I left going, holy cow. So those are definitely probably uh, my top couple.
0: <laughs> when I left Toy Story 4, man, I'm telling you. I was, you were moved. It was good. Uh, okay. Uh, TV show of Here the Here we year. go. This is where we're going to have a, some disagreement. But we got to for sure talk about one show. My favorite TV show. Of 2019 was Stranger Things three season three. Ooh, okay. I, I'm not saying it's necessarily like a better show than Game of Thrones, but I just enjoyed watching this Stranger Things three season three more than this season of Game of Thrones.
1: Okay, so this is that's a perfect answer and a perfect comparison. Okay, because I'm going to come out and say I'm choosing Game of Thrones. However. I thought that this season of Stranger Things was was really good. It was better than season two. Yeah, I thought they really yeah, they, they took really, it to they were on. Yeah, yeah. They, they took it to a great place. It was a what was the dude with the with the hot rod car? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a that uh, guy was a great character yes. this year. Yeah. Um. So I, I totally on board with Stranger Things. Thought it was a good good show. My my rebuttal is this: Game of Thrones was the year. The yes. year in television, so, the the year, so we're talking
0: 2019
1: Game of Thrones, hands down,
0: is the is television in 2019? I 100% agree. And that's the hard part. It's like, that's where it's like, I'm, I'm allowing my personal preference to supersede what the obvious answer is. The obvious answer is Game of Thrones. Because the obvious answer is the Game of Thrones is one of the biggest TV shows in the history of television. Yeah, I mean... It's arguably... It's not... I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's
1: borderline... You could call it the biggest ever.
0: I think... It's borderline. So, to wrap this up, let's just talk about Game of Thrones.
1: Okay. So, this this is... When I rebuttal to your
0: Stranger Things,
1: I will point to... Some people, like... I, I've seen all sorts of weird stuff on the internet, like what a disappointment Game of Thrones was. And I'm thinking, like when, when they did that episode where they fought... The Long Night? The Long Night... I couldn't believe. Night. I called you the next day, and I think we talked for three hours. We were back. in
0: Vegas. We went to breakfast. We saved it. For oh, breakfast. we yeah. saved it in Vegas. We saved it for Vegas. We, You and I wake up after a nice Vegas night, and we went to breakfast. Oh. And we sat at breakfast for two hours. Now, that two- needed to be a podcast
1: because that. So <laughs> that episode alone... Maybe would have got movie of the year for me if it hadn't been one episode of a TV series because right. it was it was a fo- seven year buildup. It was to get to that night, and I was not disappointed in that fight. We had lots of uh, uh thoughts on. It seemed a little crazy on yeah. some of the things, and we won't spoil it if you haven't seen it. Right. But it definitely. It, it, here's, it blew me
0: away in so many ways, here's, too. Here's why the answer has to be Game of Thrones, even though I like because it was it it took over pop culture for the entire year. Yes. It was the thing. It the was, thing. It was
1: must see TV in the moment. You needed to like because you want you didn't want to miss out on the conversation.
0: And I will say the one thing that that is is great and almost like inspiring about Game of Thrones for moving forward in life. that you get like philosophical here, but like we have become such a fragmented society with so many options that ultimately to be a human being is to have a shared experience. Like it's why concerts are great. It's why sports are great. It's why it like you want to just experience life with either someone or a group of people. And when it comes to entertainment in a particular TV, that has gotten chipped away and chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. When you watched friends and Seinfeld in like the nineties, you felt like everyone in the, in the world's watching this right now.
1: Cause they were Nick and everybody in the world used to watch.
0: Mash, Happy cheers, days, cheers! Ha- like,
1: like everyone could tell you every episode of Gilligan's Island. Everybody in right. the seventies be like, "Well, this episode of Gilligan," because they all saw it. There was ten channels. You saw the same shows. You had the same references. Yeah, everybody could talk
0: the same talk. Right, right, we were on a break, friends. You know, we no were on soup a break. for you. Like all that stuff. It's hard. For those now, you can say bend the knee. You could say you know all like so. Everybody,
1: everybody said Fleabag was the show of the year, and I just go, I, I just didn't get around to Fleabag.
0: It 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 was Game of Thrones was pop culture, period. It, in some ways, of if you had to pick like the the thing of 2019, you'd almost like have to say Game of Thrones. Uh, it you you probably take the
1: impeachment of Trump first. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess I was talking more. I know, but seriously,
1: I think you take Trump impeachment, maybe like one or two other things, and maybe it's like Game of Thrones. Like, (laughs) (laughs) what happened in 2019? I'm not
0: so sure. That's not like up there because it was. (laughs) You're right. Uh, It it just Hong Kong (laughs) trade war Game of Thrones, (laughs) but it it was just the. It's the only. Sh- it's the only show in the past twenty years. It feels like, where it truthfully felt like it. It was. It took on a life of its own. It was. Everyone watched it, and it. It was. And that's where I may have not loved the final season, but when when I sat down to watch that episode of the Long Night of. Build, I mean you're talking about seven years in the making building up to this, and you knew it was coming and then it was so it was such an event that you and I saved talking about it until we felt like over omelets and coffee in Vegas in the morning, we could truthfully have, do it justice.
1: That's how we knew we were going to be good podcasters. Because <laughs> we can save, like, don't talk about it. Save it for the conversation.
0: We, we flew all the way to Vegas. We went to dinner that night. We gambled that night. We partied that night. Not Didn't speak of it. Because we knew we wanted to have a sane sit down controlled environment where we could and it was just me and you enjoying breakfast.
1: And we could just dive into the depths of what it all meant. Yes. So I'd say there's probably there was 2 to 3 episodes, two for sure that were like all time of my life episodes that season. Uh obviously the the, the, long, the long night and then the when the city was was falling down uh yeah and Khaleesi was yeah. Yeah, she, Angry. Yeah. Um. Those were two all-time episodes to me, and the whole, I, you, I did. I didn't have a problem with almost ended up on the throne. That throne. That
0: throne. I got problems on the that throne. Let me see
1: that throne. <laughs> Who's came
0: <on>, <laughs> out? Thone, thone, thone.
1: Is that our signal that we're delirious?
0: Oh, man, probably. that's probably. Oh, God. That's the cue. That's, that is the cue. Well, there you go. I can't wait to do this again next year. And hopefully, I see more movies than, you know, Pixar animated movies. Let's, listen to some albums. And then get some good some movies. Um, I mean, at some point also, like, again.
1: It's hard to do it all. So we, we're getting the sports in. But uh,
0: I, I getting mean, our
1: Husker football in. But, man, it's hard to, to do it all.
0: But I can't wait. This was fun. This was great. This was fun. All right, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in. Cheers to uh, a great 2019, and obviously, cheers to a great 2020. We're going to have plenty of great podcast content for you. What are you laughing at, man? Let me see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How
1: good Cisco. That's from the drum
0: drum, drum. I love when Jon Snow goes da-da-da. <laughs> I love when he goes da-da-da-da. Oh. Khaleesi had dragons like whe oh. that's not like good. Uh, if you would have told me Cisco would find its way in twenty nineteen. That reference I'll never The Tone, just count the tone. <laughs> I didn't like winning it on the throne. They need to impeach who's on the throne. They need to impeach who's on the throne and game of thrones.
1: I hear that he was uh, making a print quo quo <laughs> a quid pro quo. With King's Landing. With King's Landing. Oh god. Trying to trying to get the Iron Throne to uh, Trying to tell him the Iron Throne was it's withholding uh, Dragon
0: Aid <laughs>
1: Are you withholding Dragon Aid? <laughs> Here's the thing, seriously. Here's the thing, seriously.
0: <laughs> we need to stop. We need to go. We need to stop. We need to cut all this out. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Oh, oh, God. All right. Hey, make sure you uh, subscribe to the pod. Uh, we've got plenty more good content coming. Again, I've been teasing it like, week to the spring, bruh, you and I are going to be doing a deep dive into the decade of Nebraska football, okay? So for those people like, where's the decade in review, this year in review? We're going to get to all that stuff. We got all spring. Like, we got tons. I want to get to where we have space to really dive into things. That's what we're going to do, okay? Uh, But in the meantime, subscribe to the pod. Give it a five-star rating. Share it on social media. Tell uh, your friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to listen to this pod. We appreciate it. Until next time, see you on the thumb.
1: Production.